In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Paying It Forward this week. So I'd like to start off with the business tip of the week, and um, this is very interesting. Yesterday, I had gone to the dentist, and while I was sitting in the dental office, I was looking around, and I said, oh, gosh, the dentist who owns the practice really honestly knows exactly how to run a business. I was amazed as I sat down. I actually started to take down a few notes because I thought it was just a very subtle way of how he, and this is a business tip of the week, you should make your customers feel special, but you should also market your successes in a subtle way. So this is what happened. I had gone into the office. As soon as I arrived, I have to say, the place was absolutely spotless clean. It was well done. Not overly furnished, but you could tell the few pieces of furniture that were in the waiting room were nice quality pieces, but once again, not overcrowded. It was really nicely done. The bathroom was absolutely perfectly spotless clean. Um, They had a big, big jug of mouthwash with little cups that you could rinse out your mouth if you wanted. The paper towels were stacked perfectly, you know, to dry your hands with. Then they had this really, really nice coffee station that was, once again, they must have like a, a secret little ghost that goes and cleans up right after every single person. But it was well stocked. It wasn't like you went to get coffee and had to ask for cream or anything. Everything was right there, ready for you. So that's number one. I truly felt very, very special because there I was for an eight o'clock appointment in the morning and I absolutely enjoyed my second cup of coffee there. So that's number one. Number two, I could not believe how successfully they mastered the technique of quietly marketing their successes. So one of the doctors in the office, Dr. Adamo, and um, I believe several other ones had 
were probably on that trip as well. But they had gone to Madagascar to fix the teeth of all of these little children. And I have to tell you, as I sat there flipping through this book, I, it brought tears to my eyes. I got all choked up. And I said, wow, they are really just going they are paying it forward. They really have hearts of gold that they want to help other people. So I just thought that that was great. Then all of a sudden, I looked up, and there's this beautiful flat screen TV right up there, but no no voice, nothing. Little captions at the bottom, three, four words, before, after, and lots and lots of pictures. And it was like people that had veneers done, the before, the after, people that needed caps done, people that did whitening. There I looked up and I said, wow, what a great job they are doing marketing the different services that they offer without even saying a word. So I thought that was really amazing. Hats off to the Huntington Bay Dental on East Main Street in Huntington. So that's my business tip of the week. Okay, now to introduce to you our great guest today. Her name is Amy Wedig, and what Amy does is, first and foremost, she's a mom entrepreneur. She lives in Southern Illinois. She is a certified life coach. She's a feng shui expert. Um, She's a social media goddess. She's a tutu maker. I think, Amy, that is just adorable because she must have a little girl. She has a BS in social work as well as a BS in psychology. And she's she's worked over 10 years in the field of human services. So Amy has a passion to help others, which is why I thought she would be a perfect guest for paying it forward. And as many of my listeners know, I absolutely love the idea of being as organized as we possibly can so that we can work as efficiently as we can so that we can work hard and play hard. So with that, I'd like to introduce Amy to paying it forward or Amy I'd like to actually welcome you to paying it forward. How are you today, Amy? I am doing great this morning, Justine. How are you? I'm doing well I'm doing well. Amy, I think I'm doing well. Um <laughs> I'm having a very, very busy morning. I've been multitasking all morning. I got up at 5.30 in the morning to actually go do, I have a gorgeous park near me, and one of my neighbors and I, we actually go walking in the morning, but it was raining so hard that we decided to pass on our walk this morning. So I know in our discussions, you also have a walking partner, and I have to tell you, it really helps so much to start the day off like that or to end the day off um, because I just find for myself the more we exercise the more energy we have to do everything in our life to work to play with the kids and to keep the household and everything so Amy um, how did you went on your walk last night right actually we did not get to do it because my walking partner ended up having a girl scout meeting and then me and my daughter watched Glee and we just could not fit it in last night 
<laughs> I'll tell you. Well, that's okay. There's always today, right? But um, right. All right, our priority, right? Right. <laughs> Sounds good. But Amy, I'm so excited to have you as a guest because I absolutely love the idea. I had done a lot of research. Lots of times the way I get my guests is by researching, Googling, different things that I have an interest in learning. And one of them is actually feng shui. Am I pronouncing it right? Yes, feng shui. Okay. So, um, yeah, it just fascinates me that once you start clearing out the clutter in your life, it really allows you to open your mind to so many other things. So with that, I thought that you might be able to help a lot of my listeners try to figure out possibly some really good tips on how to set up an office and... I thought you had a great idea to talk about um, having an office in the bedroom if it's only mandatory. So tell us what you think about that, Amy. Okay, well, first of all, let me tell you. I love how you said that you know that you found it fascinating because that's exactly how I started with feng shui. Is I just found it incredibly fascinating. I read everything I could get my hands on until I became so knowledgeable on it that I started purchasing things from items from people who were supposedly experts, and I knew everything that was in their the items I was purchasing from them. My fellow life coaches were like, "Well, that makes you an expert now because you know everything they know." And I was like, oh, well, I just didn't ever think of it that way. I just thought there was constantly more to learn. But um, it does start with clutter, feng shui does, because Mm -hmm. there's so much. You don't ever think about how much clutter affects your life, how it holds you down and it weighs you down. And, I mean, and just by the simple act of clearing out the clutter in your closet, the clothes that are too small for you and that you're holding Mm -hmm. on to because you – you think that um, if you lost that 10 pounds, you could fit back into them. But by holding on to those clothes, you're not losing that 10 pounds, and that's one of the reasons you're not losing them. And if you were to get rid of those clothes, you would start losing weight. Oh, that I could see how that could be true, Amy. And the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is, if somebody out there is really going to be dedicated and commit to themselves that they're going to lose 10 pounds and they actually – lose those 10 pounds, what a nice mm-hmm. reward to go out and actually buy new clothes. Right. But see, and then one of the things about feng shui, too, is, is you have to make room. It's, it's one of those things about sending out into the universe what you want. You need to make room in your life, in your physical home for what you want. It's one, that's one of the things with it, too. Um, and when, when we want to talk about, like, your home office and, and your clutter... For one thing, with your bedroom, mm-hmm. having an office in your bedroom is a, is a very, very big no-no. Because in feng shui, the bedroom is about rest and relaxation and romance. Okay. And in all technicality, you're not even supposed to have pictures of, like, your children and stuff in there. It's all supposed to be about you and your partner. Wow. And, yeah, you're not supposed to have exercise equipment. You're not supposed to have your desk. Now, if you must have a section of your bedroom... For your office, you need to somehow separate it from your bedroom. Like put up one of those um, partitions. partitions. Yeah, uh-huh. put that up while you're sleeping. And because the, the electronic waves can, coming off of your computer while you're sleeping is going to interrupt your sleep, for one thing. 
Okay. And so you need to you need to find some way to block it from your bed to cover it up. But if if at all possible, get it out of your bedroom. That probably goes for the cell phone also. I know a lot of people probably yes. sleep with that cell phone charging right next to their bed. Yes. And I, I, even me, I'm really bad about that, too, because it's the only phone I have, and if I leave it in another room and something happens during the night to, let's like, say, a family member, some emergency, I'm not going to hear it if it's in another room. Okay. But, right. I mean, yeah. And that's another thing. You also, you shouldn't have TVs in your, in your bedroom. And if you do have one, you should have one of those cabinets where you can close it. You, it has those doors that you can close. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I have to tell you so many times, Amy, the TV is left on during the night. I wake up more mm-hmm. exhausted in the morning, and um, I, I think you're right about that. No TV is in the bedroom. It's a place well, it's for... Constantly, it's, go- it's going, 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 and you're absorbing in your head while you're sleeping what is going on on that television. Yeah, what great advice. I am absolutely thrilled you're on our show today, Amy. I can't wait to hear some more feng shui tips. And we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. 
welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Amy Wedig with us. And Amy, I am so excited to have you today because it's, I have to tell you, you're a difficult to interview for the only reason that I have 101 questions I want to ask you, and our time is limited. <laughs> but not only that, because you're so talented that I want to pick your brains about everything you know, and you know so much. So it's very difficult. So we're going to focus on feng shui for this mm-hmm. segment of our show. And then the next segment, we're going to talk about the thousands and thousands of followers you have and how you've become this social media goddess. Okay, so let's start with the home office. Mm-hmm. Amy, tell me. What color? Let's talk about the color of the room to begin with. What's What do you think is, like, really the best color for a home office? Well, you know, it's, it's you see, most offices you see are white. But, I mean, it's really going to depend upon what you are looking for from your office. Um, white is going to promote stability and structure. White is connected with the metal element in feng shui. Okay. So, like I said, it's gonna it's it's if your goal is to increase your stability and order in your business for finances, that you're gonna want to use white. Okay. So, if now, you're if an you accountant, want, that would be a good color for you. Right. Or if you're just maybe if you're just starting out and you're wanting to be, you know, you're really really wanting to be real. And, just be on the rocky side, you know what I mean? Like when you're just starting out, you're not sure if you're going to make it or not, and you want it to be real stable, have a lot of customers and stuff like that, it'd be an okay color. Okay. Sounds now, good. Um, if say, say your business has been on shaky ground and you've been real kind of maybe negative about it, you're going to want to paint your, paint your walls yellow because that increases your optimism. Oh, so yellow it's is more- optimism. Yeah, it's more cheerful and it's more, it just, it makes you think of the sun and sunny, a sunny outlook. Okay. Now, um, we, you can have, let's see, if you paint, you first talk about the door. If you paint your door red, it mm-hmm. is going to attract good luck to you. Now, if you don't want to paint the door red, you can tie a red ribbon around the um, doorknob. Oh, that's a and great now, idea. I like that. Yeah, and it's, it's more simple than painting the door itself. But yeah. in, in feng shui, the lucky numbers is nine. So you want to do it in dividends of nine. So either nine inches of ribbon or 18 inches of ribbon and tie it around the doorknob. And then every time you walk through the door, you're attracting good luck to you. Okay. And then another good, another good color to paint your door is green because green is the color of money mm-hmm. in, in China and in feng shui. So... It supposedly is going to attract money to you and your business. Okay. So, Amy, is it okay if we paint just one side of the door? The outside? Well, you know, a lot of home offices have that the white door because it goes with mm-hmm. the whole home. But when right. you close the door, what if we paint the inside of the door? Would that work or no? I'm sure it would work. I mean, because it's the side that you're going to see more often. Okay. So what if you want your business, like a lot of business owners out there, we want to make a lot of money, Amy. What color do you mm-hmm. think we should paint our room? The whole room? Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, green is the color of money. That's a good color. Purple is also 
said to be a good color to attract money. But then also you can always use just this color in your color scheme. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You don't have to paint the entire room that color. Just use it in your decorating scheme. Black is also a good color to represent money in the in Chinese and in the feng shui. It's, and okay. it's also a water element, so that's a good color to use in the color scheme. I mean, I know, I know black is a really harsh color to paint a room, but I mean, if you were, say, you were using um, wallpaper, okay. you cut black up, or maybe use, um, I don't know, black curtains are kind of harsh, too. All right, so that's interesting, Amy. I never thought to use the black, but I, see, the you color of my office, it, it, what was that? I said you could always use a black desk. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, too. Mm-hmm. So the colors, the color in my office now is mm-hmm. almost like um, it's between a gray and mm-hmm. almost like a, a putty color. It's really, I don't, I, I wish I knew the color of this, Amy. But I was thinking about possibly painting the room red. I'm like, come on, we need to brighten I up think this, please. Color. Do you think in red is a personal, good color? Yes, in my personal opinion, because like I said, red is the color of luck in feng shui. And, you know, luck can cover so much ground. It can, I mean, it can cover it can cover good luck. I mean, increasing good luck to you, that can cover money, that can cover customers, that can cover so much. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that so sounds I think, good. So I think red is a very, very good color. All right, so I think I'll do, I like the idea of doing the red curtains. No, the black curtains and the red room. So mm-hmm. let's move on to furniture. Tell us about furniture, Amy. Like, I know that the okay. desk, tell yes. us where the desk should be. Okay, the desk, the position of your desk is very, very important. Now, mm-hmm. and, and this is the same thing with all major furniture in any room. It should be in call in the position that is called the command position. And this goes for, like, your couch, your, um, your bed, and your stove in your kitchen. The command position is you, went, like, when sitting at your desk, you should be able to easily see the entrance to your office, like, without moving. Okay. So that's, I'm, it, I'm good there. But my problem okay. here, Amy, is mm-hmm. I have sliding glass doors that go out yeah, on my you. deck behind mm-hmm. me. And I have mm-hmm. a feeling that that's wrong. You Okay. Here's the thing. In my home office, I do too. And here's what I've done to correct this for myself. Okay. I, I'm, I'm sure you've read my blog post about what I did a few weeks ago when I was sick and I was going through my feng shui stuff. Mm-hmm. And did you read that blog post? And then about I missed, a week later. I must have missed that one, Amy. Well, I love your blogs, though, I have to tell you. They're incredible, seriously. But I did miss that one, so fill us in. Well, I, I, a few weeks ago, I, I'm, I know I'm, I've told you I'm going to be writing a, a book series, a how-to book series from room to room about how to feng shui each room of your home, making it very simple for people. Because I know some feng shui books are so complicated that you are more confused when you get done with them than when you started. And I, um, I was going through a bunch of my feng shui stuff, and I came across a few cures that I thought that I would implement that day. And one of them was to take an image of mountains and place them behind you when you're sitting at your desk. Okay. So I went straight to my computer, and I printed off a, a picture of it was the Himalayas is what I printed off a picture of. And I didn't even frame it or anything. I just took the paper and taped it to the wall. 
behind my desk. And there is sliding glass door behind my desk too. But I have see I have curtains that completely cover those doors. Are yours covered by curtains? No, I I just have the sunlight. I kind of live in the woods, so it's all. Mm-hmm. I have no curtains in this room. Just I kind of like that sunlight, you know. See, I was. If you feel that that is a problem for your desk area for your home office, that is one thing I might try. You might try to do is to cut hang curtains, and then okay. this cure that I just told you about is the the print off a picture of the mountains and hang on that wall if it's strictly if it's straight behind you. Okay. Or else, Amy, let's figure out how I could change my desk. So when you come Mm -hmm. into my office, you walk into my office, and then Mm -hmm. I have my desk perpendicular. So I'm looking at my front door, and then behind me are my sliding doors. And then to the left of me, I have a set of windows. And Mm -hmm. then on the wall right next to my desk, I have a mirror. So it kind Mm -hmm. of reflects all the green and the sunlight. Mm-hmm. So that's how the room is set up, but I'm starting to feel like I should switch the desk a little. If you feel like if you can turn your desk and still see the entrance and not have the sliding doors behind you, do it and see how it feels to you. That's another okay. thing about feng shui. It, it's your feeling. Okay. The thing about the, the doors, it's about security. It's about constantly feeling distracted that someone's going to come up behind you. Ah, that okay. someone's going to enter the enter the room behind you. Okay. Okay, I like that, Amy. So, all right, we got the color down. We got the furniture. Tell us a little more about furniture in the office. What about the printers, the computers? What I recommend for your desk is I use the, um, which I know I do not pronounce this right. I pronounce it my own way, the bagu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, what is it? The bagu. It's it's B A G U A. Okay, I am horrendous at pronunciation too. So yes. don't and worry. That's how, I, that's, that's how I always say it, and I'm and I'm always like, I know I kill it. I have to kill it. But uh, <laughs> I that is what I use for my entire house. And you, what you do is you, it's a it's like a map, a little map, and um, you stand in the doorway of your room, and it. it it blocks off the room into, I think it's eight squares. Okay. Anyway, but you can take it and use it on your desk. And then you place certain things in the areas that is represented on this bagu, which one area is wisdom, one area is a wealth area. Okay, so Amy, if I walked into your office right now and snapped a picture mm-hmm. of your desk, what would your desk mm-hmm. look like? Um, well... I have my monitor is in the very middle. My printer is all the way to the left of the desk. Does that make sense? As is, which I've, I've got a two-layer desk. It's like there's a, a shelf at the top of it and then the actual desk below it. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Okay. So my monitor is in the middle and my keyboard's like light catty corner to that right to the right right to the right of it okay um my monitor the printers are always to the left and then all of my paperwork and like my planners right here there's a notebook there's some feng shui stuff there's a couple of social media books sitting right here is right directly underneath my printer 
And there's okay. absolutely, there's a picture, a couple pictures of my daughter sitting here. There's a cup with some pins right in front of my keyboard. But there's no, there's a, an appointment card for a doctor, but there's no clutter. Oh, that sounds great. And it's so, so important. So you can just focus on the task at hand. Well, I just love this stuff, Amy. But like I said, it's really hard for me to have a guest on that's such a social media goddess and not move on to social media the second half of the show. So with that, Amy, we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, um, maybe we could wrap up with some feng shui tips, your favorite ones, and then we'll move right on to social media. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoz, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? They call us Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Amy Wedig with us today. So, Amy, we're going to um, wrap up the feng shui portion of our show with some of the best tips that you might want to share with us. Okay. So... Whatever you want to talk about, Amy, I mean, we we should mention the fact that you are in the process of writing an incredible book, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll let you take it from there. Okay, um, my best feng shui tips, um, I would have to go with the number one thing I tell people is, do not store any items under your bed that disrupts your, your sleep, it keeps 
chi from flowing, which chi is like life energy. It's the energy, the whole, it's the whole reason you feng shui your home. It's so that energy can flow from your front door all the way through your house. It's so, it's, it's, Feng shui is how the chi flows smoothly through your house. And if you have something stored under your bed, mm-hmm. it cannot flow smoothly around your bedroom. Um, your bedroom should be done in pairs. Everything should be done. It should be coupled up. Like you should have two nightstands and two lamps. Otherwise, you're going to be single the rest of your life. Or if you were in a relationship, you're going to, um, it's not going to be always, you're always going to have complications. Um, you're, let's talk about your stove for a second. Um, we, we've been talking about your home office and I consider that you're trying to build up your career and your wealth and make money. And a lot of that is connected with your kitchen and your, your stove. The Chinese considered the stove the, the main center point of the whole house because if you had enough income coming in to support your family, you were able to cook for your family and that meant you were using your stove. So you need to be turning your stove on, the burners, at least once a day. Even if oh, you're just boiling boiling water because it activates your wealth potential. That sounds um, really interesting. I have an electric stove, baby. Not because yeah. I want an electric stove, but I guess that works also, right? Right, yes, yes. Whatever whatever you have. Um let's see. You should try to be um I highly recommend anyone who's interested in feng shui to, to go to Google the Bagu, which is B-A-G-U-A, and to mm-hmm. print it out and try to and try to use it to do it in each room of their house and just try to, to, to use some cures in each room and just see how it works out for them because that's how I started. That's okay. how it started with me is I just tried it out, and I love, I love feng shui. And what, if you just go to my blog and read how things have happened to me and how it worked for me, and, and the best thing about feng shui, like I've told other people to do things, is you don't have to believe in it for it to work. Yeah. Well, I just love what you just said, that you can just try it. If you don't feel 100% comfortable with it, just change it. Just, you know, that's one thing about me, Amy. I don't think I move things around enough in my house. Every time I go Uh to my sister-in-law's house, I'm telling you, every time I go there, I'm like, did you, like, redecorate the house since I saw you two weeks ago? And, you know, she makes me laugh because it's not like she's going out spending tons of money, but she's just very creative. She gets bored and she moves things around. And you know what? I think that probably brings a lot of energy to the home, too. Right. It keeps keeps the energy from stagnating, too. It keeps it from being standing still. It keeps it in motion. Oh, and another thing about feng shui is they always recommend that you have um, aquariums of fish. Well, my daughter and I, we don't have an aquarium of fish. We have an aquarium with frogs in it, in my wealth area, in my living room. So you can always always change it up a little bit and be a little different. Uh And another thing that, that I recommend for your home office is you always need to be going through your files and you need to get one filing system and stick to it. Something that works for you, whether it be chronological or alphabetical, just go with one and stick with it. Do not change it up. Always stay with it and always leave one third of your filing system free, like room, leave one third of it empty so that there's room for more files to be put in. That way you're open to new customers and new business. 
Okay. I love that tip. Well, I think that these have been incredible tips. I am going to spend this weekend rearranging my office. I can't wait to do that. And possibly I might even get to paint it, Amy. That sounds good. And I'm going to read all of your blogs on feng shui before I do this. And I might even uh, throw my picture up on the TogiNet website as soon as it's done. So, all right. I think that wraps up our feng shui. Um, Amy, let's just let our listeners know how they can get to your um, feng shui website because I know you have several sites. Yeah, it's just amywedding.com. Okay. And that's A-M-Y-W-E. T-T-I-G dot com. Correct. Okay, great. So, Amy, tell me something. I almost fell off my chair when I saw how many followers you have. How does somebody get that? How many are you up to now? I'm almost to 30,000. I think I'm about 500 away from 30,000 followers on Twitter. And then I have 3,000 friends on Facebook. That's friends, not um, on my fan page. I think I'm only at 350 on my fan page. Oh, my gosh. But how do you get 30,000 followers, Amy? How long did um, it take you to get there? Um, I've, it didn't take, I've been on Twitter since, I think, 2009. But when I first came on there, I was just playing. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, this is just something else to do. Well, then I met some people like um, Stacey Kinney and Jessica Northy. Well, Jessica Northy really changed my life. If you go to my um, GetSocialWithAV.com site, I just did a blog post last weekend on on Jessica, and it was called uh, Everything I've Learned About Social Media I Learned from Jessica Northy. Yeah, I thought that was a really cute post, and that was a nice hats off to her. But, um, yeah, so go ahead. I'm so curious to know how you got so involved in it. Well, um, I just was really natural at it, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm incredibly social. I, I talk to people. I'm just, and I just, I don't know, I just dove in, I guess, and I ended up, you know, Jessica, actually, my, my picture that's on Twitter right now, Jessica took it and resized it for me, but she actually contacted me because that picture was on Facebook, and she said, I want this picture to be your picture on Twitter, and I was like, okay, and I was like, it says it's too big, and she's like, oh, well, I'll fix that for you, and we ended up emailing and talking on the phone, and she's like, well, you know, I want you to look at this and look at that, and you look at how these companies are using social media, and tell me how you could do it better, and da 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 and I was like, okay. And so we'd email back and forth, and it just grew from there. And I just became good at it, if that makes sense. I was yeah, just no, natural, absolutely. and I just got better. And people just, I mean, there's, there are days, there are days, used to, everybody that would send me a direct tweet, I would t- contact them back. I would say, thank you for the shout out. Thank you for the tweet. Da, da, da. You know, whatever it was that they had said to me, I would make sure that I tweeted them back. Now there are days that that's completely impossible, especially on Follow Friday. And sometimes I will just send a shout out that says, thank you for all the Follow Fridays. I'm sorry that I can't directly tweet each one of you. I mean, it's yeah. just gotten to be that big. And Jessica now is like, she's over 100,000 followers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But- so, I mean, and I, and I expect to be there one day, too. But, I mean, I'm a long way from there. But my following grows by at least 100 every day. Oh, that's just amazing. So is it just really word and mouth, Amy? Yeah, yes. I mean, I while I've been on the phone with you, I checked my email. And um, 
over the break, you know, and I've received, I think, three emails from just from referrals from other people that I help them with their social media from referrals from them. Wow. So they, you they are actually getting business through your Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's amazing. That's really... I don't know how common that is. I think um, I had gone to a business meeting, a luncheon, uh, mm-hmm. back in December, so almost six months ago. And I have to tell you, that room was pretty crowded. It was well over 200 business executives. Mm-hmm. And the guy, Rob Basso, who was running the whole luncheon, had asked, so tell me, is all this social media worth our time? And um, he had asked, so is anybody getting real business from the time that they're investing in, you know, social media? And, you know, there was only a handful of people, Amy, that actually raised their hand to say, yes, I do get referrals and I do get business from it. So that's pretty amazing that that happens for you. Oh, yes, I would have been one of I would have been one of those people. How did you find me? I I probably Googled feng shui because mm-hmm. I was in my feng shui mo- mood. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that that's how I got to you. But it was funny. As I, it came closer to today, to our show, the more I got to read about you, feng shui was kind of put on the back burner. Everything was about social media that I was finding about you so mm-hmm. truth of the matter is i think there's more social media than feng shui it's funny it's almost like you've got two businesses going right but i'm still very much involved in feng shui i had there was there's a, a lady who had emailed me last week and asking me about um her uh I, it was her her bathroom her sink in her bathroom and her stove chair a wall like they're back okay. to back and she was asking me you know what kind of cures should I do to fix this and you know that that because it's too the water the water will drain the fire element from the stove is what it is okay and you don't want the you don't want the water draining the wealth producing potential from your stove so she, was, she was able wanting, to tweet you Amy no she she emailed me directly she oh, found, right. I don't know she found my blog and was reading okay. about it, and she was like, she was like, I love your approach, and I, um, oh yeah, but I get tweets all the time about feng shui, and I get tweets, because I, I throw up um, a daily feng shui tip every day on my Facebook fan page. Yeah, I and love I put, that. And, yeah, and I put up the link on my Twitter, and yeah, she was I like, do, you know, she I was telling me. That. She was telling me, you know, that she loved my approach, and she thought that, that the ways that I write everything is very simple and easy to understand, which I do that on purpose because I think some people make it so complicated. Right, and when I it really doesn't pro- have to be, yeah. Right, and I take the same approach with social media because, you know, I, take, I try to take the same approach as Jessica, which me and Jessica have been talking about this a lot lately. You know, my whole thing with Jessica is I know at that time when she talked to me and stuff, she didn't have to. She's huge. She works with celebrities and big music stars in Nashville. She did not have to take the time to talk to me and teach me. She did not have to do any of that. Yeah, well, that's what's so amazing about people like Jessica, like yourself, that you're so willing to help other people and pay it forward. So I think that's amazing. But, Amy, we'll be back. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. 
be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millett, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Amy Wedig with us. So, Amy, let's um, talk about three of three social media tips that you feel are really important in order to have a presence, a social media presence. Okay. Narrow it down to three. Let's see. Um, number one is engagement. You have to engage with people. It's That's the most important thing for social media. It wouldn't be called social media if you didn't have to be social. Um, you, you need, I mean, you need to reach out to people. You need to be like, you can't just sit back and, and tweet something and then not say anything else. You can't just be on there and not talk to people. You're just going to say, I'm going to say, no one's going to want to follow you if you don't have anything to say. Okay, so what are we talking about, Amy? We we don't want to sell, that's for sure. But how no. interested are people in about like our daily life? Should it be about our daily life, or, or should it really be about what your business is about? Well, I, in my own experience, I tweet about everything. I tweet okay. about my business. I tweet about feng shui. I tweet. I mean, I tweet about my daughter sometimes. Um, I, you know, I tweet social media etiquette. 
I tweet everything, and people are extremely interested. Oh, that's so. I mean, yeah. They they talk about it. They talk to me about everything, and I don't know if that's just me. Uh huh. But I mean, they people like to talk to me, and okay, I have yeah. to believe that. I have to believe that it would be like that for anyone. That it's not just me. I have to believe that. Okay, but I do think you are a natural at it, Amy, and yes. I think you have yes. a way of of making people respond, which is really important. So, okay, that's a great tip. So, number one, be engaged. Don't just go out there and try to sell, sell, sell. Be engaged right. and create that relationship with somebody. Right, right, yeah. It's not just engaging. Don't sell. Don't sell at all. Right. Add that onto it. Do not sell at all. You have to create the relationship. You can't just straight sell people. Okay. Because I'm sure there's media. a roundabout way of doing it because I do see some people have a knack for it by saying, I am so excited I got this huge account for my mm-hmm. whatever product, you know? Right, well, and I do that too. And people are always like, congratulations, but I'm not trying to sell them. Like, they know what I do and they are, they're, they're definitely, um, I'm not going to say proud of me, but they're, they're happy for me. But I don't, I'm not directly trying to sell to them. Okay. I think that that's super, super important. All right. So we have okay, no, tip and number, number two. one. Let's go number to tip two. number two. What do you think, Amy? You have to be on there every day. Hmm. You can't disappear on people. Okay. So you, every day then, we have to be there. Right. You can't, I mean, even if you only say you're on, you're just on Twitter a couple of times that day, but you still have a presence. You know what I'm saying? You didn't, you, you made your presence known that day and then it's okay. You can go ahead and go on about your day. And same thing. It's very, very important for your Facebook business page that you post something every day. You can't just post something once a week and then disappear because then you have no credibility. Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds really important. Okay. So we have to be present on a daily basis. Yes. Okay. And how about a third tip, Amy? Okay. I'm going to talk about social media etiquette, which I discussed a little bit earlier about myself that I constantly, before I tried to always say thank you and all that for retweets and stuff like that, especially when you are first starting out and you don't have, you know, 30,000 followers like me. When someone, like say someone retweets you on Facebook or on Twitter, mm-hmm. you must say thank you. It's very, very important. And say someone sends a shout out to you, say thank you for the shout out. Um, someone they, they directly tweet you, you, you must respond. It's important to, to build the relationships. Okay, I think that's really great advice, Advice, but Amy, tell me, how do you know if somebody, like I know the answer, but I'm throwing the question to you anyway, how do you know if somebody retweets you? You can go under, in your Twitter account, it's, it's, there's links there, and you can go under there and look there. Like there's the retweet link, and then there's the mentions link. Yeah, I never, I didn't realize that for a while while I was mm-hmm. on it. And then all of a sudden I realized, I said, oh gosh, you just have to click on that. It says mm-hmm. add mention. And all of a sudden it gives you a list of every person that has mentioned you. And it allows you to just reply right back to them right there. So I right. think, and it's the exact same thing for the retweet. So yeah. that's 
a great piece of advice. So social media etiquette is super important. So Amy, we just have a few minutes left, but I would love to talk about the five business tips that you had sent to me. Okay. So let's talk about um, number one, stop making excuses and just do it. Yes. So let's see. What do we have to say about that, Amy? You know, as far as social media goes, so many mm-hmm. of us sometimes feel overwhelmed. I'll speak for myself. And yes. I think I think in a way it probably is an excuse. It's just a matter of getting the rhythm down. And I mm-hmm. think if we we can just figure out a daily rhythm that a mm-hmm. certain time every day we just do a quick tweet, maybe it's morning, you know, when you first start off then one before lunch and then maybe in the afternoon before you end the day is probably a good way to do it right you can even automate it if you can get on a program that to automate it and then get on there in the evening and check your your mentions and your retweets and you know do you have one favorite um automation one that you Um, use I, i like social oomph where you can you can go on there and you can set it to follow back to automatic follow back anyone who follows you and you can set it to uh, send out automatic DMs, which I know a lot of people um, hate automatic DMs and I do use an automatic DM, but mine does not have any links in it. It just says, you know, thank you for following me. I look forward to your tweets. Have a great day. Okay. Okay, I, I do think not that's recommend good. putting links in yours or anything like that. I do not recommend trying to sell in your automatic DM. I just recommend saying thank you. Yeah, I like that that advice a lot. So, okay, that's good, Amy. So, number two, take inventory of people, places, and things. Remove mm-hmm. toxic and negative things in your life that are weighing you down so that you can move forward. Here's Amy's feng shui. <laughs> <laughs> this I actually goes it. back to my life coaching days. And okay. I I learned, you know, there are people, places, and things in your life that, that are holding you down and holding you back that have negative implications on you. And you have to realize that you have to open your eyes and see it. And you have to let go. Okay. It sounds a little scary, but it's <laughs> probably super, super important. To take inventory of your life, more or less, and just figure out how you can um, remove all the negativity and hopefully bring in lots of positive thoughts and happiness. Sounds good, Amy. (laughs) Probably a lot harder said than done, but okay, that's a good piece of advice. So let's go to number three. Um, I love this, and I think you're so dead on with this. Send handwritten thank you notes to clients to add a personal touch to your relationship. So tell us how that's worked for you, Amy. I've done this forever. I used to um, sell lots of things on eBay, and I used to send a handwritten note to everybody who bought from me on eBay, even. even. Even the things that were drop shipped. I I would send a handwritten note and say thank and said thank you for to for purchasing from me and I would send a business card and it's just it's just another way to extend your your thank you it's just another way to show them that you care it's just another way for them to show you that you show them that you are a person and not just your business 
Yeah, I think that's so important, Amy, because a lot of times everything is done on the computer. And Mm -hmm. in a way, we think there's not a human being on the other side. But there really, right. really is. And the yeah. idea that you didn't just shoot off an email to thank them really says a lot nowadays that you actually right. took the time to go and pick out your favorite stationery and handwrite a note and get it to the post office. I think that really does say a lot. It's a true form of gratitude. So I think that's really a, a great, great business tip. So let's move on to to, uh, business tip number four. Build a support team. You always need support, and it's good to know it's there. You're so right, Amy. I love that one. That's super, super important. So tell me how you've built a support team for yourself. Well, I don't know how much I've mentioned this prior to this, but I'm a single parent. And I, you know, everything I do, my daughter does with me. And it's good every now and then to have a little just me time. Mm-hmm. So my, I have a support system that, that involves, you know, my parents, my grandmother. They help take care of my daughter. And, you know, when I need the, the alone time, they help to take my daughter and allow me to have some me time. And, you know, and it's, it's good to have them to talk to and it's good to have my close personal friends who who understand what I'm going through like I have a friend who her um, husband runs his own business too so they know exactly the kind of things I deal with the kind of things I have to I run into and they've even actually been sued so I've been her support system too so yeah it's just, wow. it's just really really nice to know that I have these people that that have to deal with the same things that I deal with Yeah, you know what it is? It's a give and take, and you're supporting them, and they're supporting you in return, which Mm -hmm. I think is creates a really solid friendship, which is important. I think we all need real friendships. So, all right, we're we're coming up to the close of our show, so we're going to wrap up with tip number five, which is outsource, delegate, Mm -hmm. so you have more time for yourself. Yes. So... I love that, and that's so important. One thing, Amy, I always feel is when I outsource anything to anybody, I always make sure they're smarter and better at doing it than I am. So I think that's a great, great tip. But, Amy, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy day to be a guest on Paying It Forward. I think you gave us some really incredible, solid advice pertaining to feng shui as well as to social media. So thanks, Amy. Thank you, Josephine. Thank you. You're so welcome, and we hope you'll be a guest on Paying It Forward again in the future. Okay. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jarossi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishment, 